Hello, my friend, and welcome to today's episode. We are going to talk about when will this be over? When will we have to just give up on this constant desire to like lose weight, get a baby, and just like when can we start eating whatever we want to eat? When can we start eating what everyone else is eating? When can we stop feeling this deprivation? and i mean this is purely coming from because of the the things which my clients say on the calls right like this is what i coach them on so that's what we are going to talk about in today's episode when will this be over now just to give you an update on like what's happening with me <laughs> what's happening with me i am in uae it's like 13th of december today 2023 don't know when you will watch this video and we have winter over here so the temperature is dropping and it's amazing i'm living in this house it's a villa i used to, i have always always lived in flats before this and um, like especially in uae it gets really cold in flats like because we have the central ac we don't have heaters so it gets like really cold like even if like i used to sleep before going to my night shifts like i i couldn't sleep in the afternoons it used to be so cold i would wear so many socks so many layers of clothing and it still would be so cold i never could get a heater because i would fear that my daughter will go and put her hand in it so it's surprising that this villa is not that cold it's pretty hot and that's again a drawback because it gets really hot in the summers and i have to keep the ac running all the time so i'm really enjoying the house that i have and i hope i can stay here uh, longer and let's see how it goes and i'm like i have this garden patch which i thought that i will do only if i'm going to like invest in staying in this place for longer so i didn't do any gardening my garden is like horrible <laughs> but if i decide to stay in this house i think i'm going to stay here till my daughter finishes her school because the school is like 5 minute walk 5 7 minute walk and like if i go by car it's like 2 minutes so it's like so close to her school and i think that's this is like a dream house for me like like i would never get a house which is so close to the school because of course it's always more in demand um for someone who has a house which is like at walking distance like she doesn't even have to like i just imagine that i'll stay here till she's like in 10th grade so if things go in full alignment i'll be here for sure and if i'm going to be here for the same house for 10 years then i might do the garden then i might plant some trees and then cuz there are people over here who have like big big trees in their house and i'm like i want a tree in my house so that's what i'm up to like that's like sort of a dream which is building up and let's see what happens <laughs> All right. Let's come back to that thought when will this be over? Right? And this is because I was like coaching a client um who has PCOS and she's trying to have a baby. She's like struggling to have a baby because she just had a like she had a pregnancy with treatment. She's young, like in her 30s, so she she got pregnant twice, but once her pregnancy went almost to like 22 23 weeks and then she lost it. and the next one was like 
an abnormal pregnancy, like it was a mis miscarriage. So it, like it fell off. And now, like every time she gets pregnant only with treatment and she is slightly overweight. So we are like working together to see if she can start eating healthy so that she can lose her weight and might get pregnant naturally and hold on to that baby. So she sends me everything that she eats. Like that's like one of the requirements. <laughs> if you're working with me, where I'm your coach, I want to see what you're eating, how you're eating. Um, and then like... I saw that she's eating a lot, uh, not a lot actually, like, because if you are trying to, if you are someone who wants to lose weight, we want to have to reduce our food intake. Like if you want to have weight loss, right? Like how does weight loss happen? And I ask my clients all the time, tell me, how do you think weight loss happens? And she was right. She's like by calorie deficit. So Calorie deficit happens when you reduce the amount of food you're eating or if you're exercising more. Exercising more, like I personally think that we really have to exercise a lot and at the same time, we need to consume the same amount of food, but that's not what happens. If we exercise more, our body thinks that, oh my God, I worked a lot and then we'll end up eating extra. So that cravings just increase. Like it's just like a weird thing that our brain does. And also you really have to exercise a lot uh, if you want to lose weight. And I don't personally recommend like staying in the gym all the time. It's just too stressful. And like if someone who is trying to lose weight and get pregnant, that's not sustainable for her because she can get pregnant anytime. And then, then it's like suddenly stop exercising and like it's not, feasible in pregnancy so I generally teach people okay do weight loss in a way where you can continue eating the same food and the same movement exercise and sleep in pregnancy as well so I always tell my clients like best and the fastest way to bring your insulin down is with weight loss but how you bring your insulin down is with intermittent fasting by going taking off refined food completely now that's like unacceptable for most of them, like intellectually, they understand it, but real time, it doesn't happen. And it was the same thing for my client. Like she actually decided I'll just have three meals. Like that was the plan. But I saw her meals are like, she's having three meals and two snacks or like two meals or three snacks. So they're total five times when she's eating in a day. And she doesn't lose weight with it. Like she lost some, but then she gained it back. So like five, 600 grams, 700 grams, I think. So we will gain that weight back. Now, we don't want that, right? Like if we want to lose weight, like understand this, you're PCOS. Even if you think that I don't want to lose weight, I just want to have a baby and I just want that baby in my hand. I want to become a mother to that child. For that to happen, we need to bring the insulin down. Right, Because if you're not getting pregnant naturally, you need treatment to ovulate. And then you get pregnant with that insulin resistance and that is harmful for the baby. We don't know whether it directly causes problems, but then that is the only thing that you can correct it, right? Like we know that there is this problem that we can correct and metformin is not enough because you didn't get pregnant naturally with metformin, right? Like you're taking metformin for so long and still no pregnancy. So 
the question is what do we do how do we bring this insulin down if metformin is not working what next so the solution is only like eat less and move more but that movement we can't do that kind of movement we can't do in pregnancy plus it's extremely uncomfortable for us to like get ourselves out of it and then we have to do like gym level exercises and there are theories where they say that that can be very stressful for us and that can be that can cause more stress adrenal fatigue so we don't really want to venture into all of those things like my my plan is very clear for my clients it's like i want you to do something which you will do in pregnancy but when when they share those meals with me and i'm like okay what about this what about this what about this i keep asking so what about these um <laughs> i'm very nasty on the coaching calls that way like what about this like what do you think about this and like it all comes down to like like we have this desire to eat food and we want it we don't want to give it up and that is not just with this one specific client this is with all my clients that's the level of connection we have with all our clients end of story that's 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 how it is for me also i just want my and we get mixed messages right on the internet and there will be like some people will be saying you should not do long fast like recently my husband met a doctor and the doctor said that you should not do long fast because you will get gallstones if you do one meal a day and i i do have some i don't have gallstones but i have got, like gallbladder sludge which can eventually lead into gallstones and that could be because of long fasting that could be because of the high fat consumption could be and many people have it but like people say that doctors say that right like you should not do long fast and yeah i never said that you need to do long fast but we need to eat in a way which can bring our insulin down and the fastest way the insulin comes down is with intermittent fasting because what intermittent fasting is that you are fasting in between meals so that could look like having two meals a day and you're fasting in between meals that could look like three meals a day and you're fasting in between meals now what that fasting in between meals does that window of fastings because we always sleep and we are not eating when we are sleeping so we have that window of fasting but if you are consuming a lot of carbohydrate rich food that insulin which is high it doesn't come down like it takes lot of time to come down by the time it comes down you are awake and you are eating again so we need to bring the insulin down and we can bring the insulin down by reducing the number of meals so two meals a day is excellent but if you are trying to have a baby go for three meals a day and reduce the amount of food in it reduce the carbohydrate intake in it and carbohydrate can look like reduce flour based foods which is all your bread cookies pastas pizzas noodles right reduce that idli dosa you need to reduce that and reduce the artificial sugar so anything which is like like too much like you know you're not able to make it at home i would just stay away from it fried food also stay away from it because most of these fried foods are like either coated with flour and then um deep fried and they have a lot of salt in it so you get this salt retention constantly and that's not good for your pregnancy as well 
because if you have this water retention ability then that will present as preeclampsia in pregnancy where you are re retaining a lot of water you will gain a lot of weight and that can happen very early on in pregnancy and the pregnancy will fall or something really bad can happen to you like you might get convulsions like really danger dangerous things can happen to you so bottom line is learn to eat healthy in a way that your insulin is down so we bring our insulin down by reducing the number of meals sort of like increasing the fasting windows when we are sleeping and not snacking in between and reducing the amount of carbohydrates in our foods anything which is artificial sugar avoid that now my client when i'm like okay what about this what about this i'm like butchering her food journal i feel sorry for that but it's that, that someone needs to do that if we don't do that my client might actually never lose weight or might never like bring it down right like she will figure it out eventually like one fine day she'll be like okay enough is enough i need to do whatever it takes takes right like that might just like snap one day but I, we can we don't have to wait for that day like that day can come after a diagnosis right we don't want to wait for the diagnosis we can just start working on it right now so sometimes she would eat she's eating her healthy food but then she's taking food from her husband's plate and she's like i just want it like food actually what he's eating is what i want what he's eating is what i want and so i'm like but but you can order that like you can have what he's eating no that's not in the meal plan so she's sneakily eating little little just little taste like no not allowed next week you can't do that why put a sticker of the baby baby's face on that food imagine you're eating the baby because every time we eat that kind of food what's happening is that sugar in, inside your body is rising your insulin is rising your insulin resistance is not improving you're not losing weight also that's an extremely stressful emotional event because if you don't give yourself that food in that moment what's happening to you so for my client and for me as well in the beginning it would look like like the severe urgency i just want it i want all this food so that i can do all that work which is like extremely uncomfortable for me or i want all this food because otherwise i'll get a heart acidity i want all the snacks in between because otherwise i'll get stomach pain so then i asked her like have you ever tried not having these snacks what happens i feel dizzy i'm like okay when you feel dizzy did anything bad happen no i might fall did you fall no no one has ever fallen no one has ever like been hospitalized because of the stomach pain or no one has ever like not able to do the work without the food because it's not that kind of physical labor you have enough energy on you in the fat stores so if you need energy your body will take energy from the fat stores and that's how the weight loss will happen we need to learn to allow that hunger which is coming in between when you're not snacking to bring your insulin down i was so emotionally connected 
because there's so many ways our brain has complicated this meal. Like, no, I want this. I can't give it up. But at what cost? Once you learn to give up this one snack, you get closer to your baby. How can that be true, right? You give up one small snack or you have you are eating outside with your husband and you give up the idea of like taking from his food and you manage your mind. Yes, I want it badly, but I won't have it. If you manage your mind that way, like what if you doing that gets you closer to your baby? Because every time you stick to your plan, you eat healthy, you don't snack frequently, you reduce your carbohydrate, you eat healthy proteins, healthy good, uh, good fats, uh, your fruits and vegetables. They're all healthy foods. Nothing wrong with them. They are tasty foods. It's just that they're not hyper tasty like the foods which we, we are addicted to. Every time we eat that healthy food and not eat the unhealthy food, we are actually getting closer to our baby. How can that be true? Because it can be true. That's how weight loss happens, right? Like you suddenly stop eating all this nonsense, nonsensical foods, which are like giving us nothing. And we bring down our insulin and then we lose weight. But many of us are snacking on healthy things like chickpeas or like some sort of chickpeas or fruits, nuts. And they, they think like, no, this is really healthy, right? I need to have it. I'm like, yeah, you can have it with your meals, three meals a day. Don't have it as a snack. And that's where all the drama comes up, right? Because we think like, no, I want that. I want that. Because I, we have so much emotions connected to that snack, which I have in between my meals. It is doing something for you emotionally. So understand what that emotion is. What is that food doing for you without giving yourself that food? So many a times it's giving us that courage to face the world. Many of the times it's giving us energy to go do the things which we don't want to do. Many a times it's giving us that, um, that naughtiness, that fun that we have with our partners when we go and take their foods. You can do all those things without the food. You because when you are like so many of my clients will be like I just want to like eat and then I will put all these women in line <laughs> who I can't tolerate so many women who are like at home who have other women at home and they're like they're all like living in joint families and there's so much work to be done food is the way they become those warriors and like get through their day right you can be the warrior without the food. You can say no to people where you don't want to do the work. You can be honest to yourself that the reason why I'm not saying no to them is because I don't want, if I say no, I'll have to deal with a lot of other mess. So I'm just like going to do the work. You can be honest with yourself. You really don't need food for all those things. So the question is, when will all this be over? Right, And I have a podcast on that, like how long to be on a diet um, in PCOS. And my question is, it will be over once it's not a problem anymore. So it will be over. It will be over one day. 
when is not a problem anymore. So by that, I mean, like most of our clients think that they just need to go on a diet till they lose weight. So that's like three to six months and then they can go back to their old eating. So many of them will be like, I will just, I will just do this diet only till I get pregnant and then no, then I will give up. But that's not what, like the intention is what? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to eat healthy? You want to eat healthy to hold the baby, to have the baby, right? So if you get pregnant and you stop eating healthy, you're going to like increase your sugars and that can harm the baby. So even if your pregnancy is okay, you go through the pregnancy because there are a lot of diabetic women who get pregnant and have babies. That's not a problem. There are a lot of who do that. But many of us don't. Right? Like some of us will lose their babies. And this is the only thing that we can control. Other things we can't control. So would you not like to control this one thing, which is your insulin resistance, which can be controlled by yourself? Secondly, suppose your baby survives and is born. That baby lived in insulin resistance. That baby has a risk of having childhood obesity. All the metabolic diseases like diabetes, high blood pressure, thyroid, uh, sorry, not thyroid, uh, hypertension, obesity, stroke, Alzheimer's, heart disease, all this risk will come. And also in childhood, like if it's a girl, she might get PCOS. If it's a boy, he might get man boobs and all sort of weird self-image issues because of childhood obesity. So when will this be over? This will be over when you become a person who just eats healthy. Yeah. Like I I used to be someone who would constantly eat. And even now, I have drama around. In between two meals, I want some snack. I want some. So I'll have tea, coffee, with sugar. And like it will be very less. There's something. Something needs to go in my mouth. So there is still drama around me. Like it's not healed yet. I've been doing this for like four or five years now. It's not over yet. But it's not over yet for me. But I still keep doing this. Like I'm ha happy with two meals a day. And I maintain my weight with two meals a day. And that's good enough for me. I'm in optimal health with two meals a day. But if I introduce a third meal. The other day, I, I think I told you guys, right? Like I introduced protein powder. I was having a smoothie. I gained like two kilos. <laughs> so I stopped it. I lost it. So someone like, so when will it be over as I don't want to because they don't gain weight. My husband doesn't gain weight. My, my in-laws don't gain weight. My parents don't gain weight. Why do I gain weight? Why do I have to be the one who can't eat this? That's just like a story we tell ourselves. This is like a story of a victim, which is like, poor me. I'm the one who's suffering in this. You guys are lucky. Like, what's the upside? What is the benefit of telling that story? Who gets to have fun in that story? You definitely don't, right? Like, because you're not getting a baby. You're not able to be in your best weight. You're not getting to be in your best health. So who is benefiting from the story? Instead, you could be like, oh my God, this is a blessing in disguise. Because I can finally manage my mind around my food. 
I can see all these people who are eating whatever they want. They can't. And they probably are suffering too. But they don't know how they're suffering. That's okay. That's on them. But I get to be in full control of my health. Where I know exactly what causes me to gain weight. What causes me to lose weight. And I know what is healthy me. I know how my body feels when I'm optimally healthy. I know how amazing it feels when I see others can't control control their urges and food desires and I can because I'm really good at it, right? And apart from this, this is just for you, right? But then the family around you will be like, oh yeah, you should learn from her. They will tell other people, you should see how she's doing it. She has this really good control. She's really strong. Or um, your kids will watch you. Your kids will learn when a whole family is eating that way. They will be like, no, mama eats that way. She never gets sick. Others are getting sick, but she never gets sick because she is eating healthy. So it can have a ripple effect around the way you are. So when will this be over? It will be over when you get to your goal, where which is like you're eating in a way which keeps you at optimal health and where it's easy to eat that way. That's when it will be over. Until that time, you'll have to manage your mind because you can't just like force yourself to eat less. You have to understand why should I be eating less? Understand why I should be eating non-refined foods, like healthy, complex foods. Once you understand that, once you make peace with like, why am I doing this? That's where you will, like it will become easy for you. All right, my friend, that's it for today. And I hope you have the answer to when it will be over. <laughs> and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.